is going to be. Yeah, good to go. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Duty Vane Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Heller, and today I'm talking with two good friends of mine, Parker and <laughs> Nick Shepak. Uh, Parker, you heard before we were talking to them about uh, uh, him about ruts, scrapes, and things like that, and that was Nick cracking a beer. Uh, Nick's a good friend of mine, and he has got he got a really nice buck this year and last year in a marsh. So this podcast is going to be on uh, marsh bucks. All three of us have hunted marshes for the last four or five years for sure. Nick a longer, a little bit longer time, and then Parker even longer because the marsh is right behind his parents' house. <laughs> so it's kind of so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty easy. His Parker parents was all on. about least travel. He didn't want to have to walk very far. <laughs> Sometimes I didn't have to leave the house. No. Right? Yeah, just right out of the hot tub. So, yeah, Parker's family owns, I think it's probably like two acres or so, but it butts, <coughs> it butts up to public land. And the public piece, how big is that piece? Probably like 200, ah, 220? Like 200, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And then also we got a puppy in the room. So if you hear a squeaker toy or something like that, or that is yelling just... at something to, somebody to lay down. It's not a human. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's red. So, uh, so to kick this off, um, Nick, just tell me, uh, actually tell me a little bit about yourself. Let's start there. Uh, well, actually, I only want to hear about your hunting, your hunting history. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't want to hear about your I was born in 1990. <laughs> I had a mullet. Um, yeah, you know, no, I've been uh, first like hunting and stuff. I got introduced with that um, by my dad. He just took me, uh, turkey hunting. And I just kind of fell in love with turkey hunting with the action and all that kind of stuff. And then bow hunting kind of came into play. And I got he bought me a climber when I was like 14. I still have that exact same climber, which I use tonight, actually. Oh, really? It's the same one. Oh, Parker actually that. shot his, that one 10-pointer out of it. Oh, yeah. the dry dam? Yeah, 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 it was out of that one. But um, I don't know, just been bow hunting. That's one of my passions for the longest time. And... Do you guys have private land, or do you only do public? I mainly only bow hunt. All I hunt is public. But uh, okay. up up north, my great aunt has some private land, uh, but it's just you can't really you can't really like predict the deer movement up there. It's just it's such a big area, and you kind of got to be right place, right time. But mm-hmm. I guess that's deer yeah. hunting in general. So. Yeah. How far away is that piece private? Isn't it like three uh, or four hours? Like four hours, yeah. yeah. It's by like Rice Lake, hmm. Cumberland area. Okay. Yeah, so the public just right around home is pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially when working, you know, I'm a weekend warrior pretty much. Just get out when I can and yeah. then try to take days off of work that, you know, seem to be good for hunting and just try to go get it done in those few days. I mean, it's not ideal, but it, it tends to work out or work out, so... Right. Okay. Cool. So, would you would you consider yourself like a trophy deer hunter, or are you just out there to shoot a nice buck? No, I'm there. Like, I think it kind of takes it away. Like, if you want to go out there and shoot a like a big buck, yeah, that's great. Like, I, that's actually like what I have my intentions. But then when I see some like a doe or like another buck, a smaller buck come in, it just kind of gets your blood flowing, and that, that's what kind of makes you. I don't know, like bring you back to your roots where you know, I'm out there at the end of the day to shoot a deer and like try to, right. you know, outsmart the deer, you know. Yeah. So I'm not really per se a trophy hunter, but yes, I would love to shoot a big buck. <laughs> no, you said something to me over when we were texting back and forth. You were like, 
because it's getting down to the wire. I haven't shot a buck this year yeah. either as Parker, and mm-hmm. you were like, well, that's that's where the fun begins because now you're kind of throwing out all your, like, I need to shoot a four-and-a-half-year-old. Yeah. I need to right. shoot this 10-point or whatever. It's just down to desperation. Right. Like, I just want to kill something yeah. now. Where do you set the bar? And it's, yeah, and you're just like <laughs> – and then it becomes more fun because you just kind of throw away, like, these – self-imposed restrictions and right. you're just like, like let's I'm, just shoot something I if, like, you, if you want yeah, yeah. absolutely you know, we're, at right. the end of the day we're in it to, for the camaraderie you know to shoot like venison like we all oh, yeah. at the end of the yeah. day we love venison so yeah I'm at the point my freezer's getting thin yeah well you, you almost need <laughs> yeah. like two deer two usually roasts. will last you yeah. about a year I got so, yeah I got uh, two roasts and like, every bit of two usually yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, two's two's just enough to squeak by, and it's like you're getting pretty sparing. And at the end, right. yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so tell me, let's. So with that little background, let's jump into the buck that you shot this year. So just start at when did you go up? Like, tell me about that. Well, I took. I planned on taking like I don't know a few days off of work, and. Uh, I went out there. It was just a, like Saturday morning. It was November second, and I actually drove out to Parker's parents. I parked. I got out my vehicle and I stood there for a second. And the wind was just not good, like blowing like right where I you know they usually come from, and back where I hunt, there's not many good poplar trees that you can get that climber in, and you know I mean I'll put it climb up a. A sketchy tree, you know, just to get, you know, like, <laughs> like six, six to eight feet off the ground. Yeah, no, right. it's not very big. I just won't move a whole lot. But right. no, I, I literally got out and said, you know what, this is bad. And I turned around. I drove all the way out to AB, and then I stopped. I'm like, I'm really? already here, dude. Yeah, I, I, oh, look, I didn't know that. Dude, yeah, I, I got to the apple orchard, and I'm like, I'm already this far. So I turned back around, and I got ready, walked out there, and then. I saw uh, there was a little bit of snow on the ground, and I saw footprints walking back where like I was human? going. Yeah, Foot- human footprints. So I got real discouraged. I'm like, oh my god, there's somebody back here that's hunting, you know. And I saw his tacks in the tree and where he was heading off to. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, I just didn't feel good about it. But I said, well, I'm just still gonna sit. So I got up in the tree, and good morning, and everything, you know. And first light come around and. I uh, just so happened to like stand up and turn my back or turn around towards facing my tree and I saw a coyote and I'm like oh yeah cool coyote you know so I started getting ready I knock an arrow and then it like disappears like a split second and then all of a sudden I see something moving like oh there it is and then then there was a doe literally they must have walked right by each other it was split second afterwards so I'm like what the heck and then that doe was with two more does and they came started to come towards the creek bed i was sitting in coming from that marsh and this is november 2nd yeah and uh i was like oh all right cool you know i I was kind of thinking about shooting one of the does at the time you know i was like that's a good doe i'm gonna shoot her well they come start to come in for like from behind me and i made like i kind of went to go sit forward and my stand went like creek and she stopped and looked right at me. <laughs> well, I was using my Ozonics, uh, which I decided to buy because it was... I, I had a deer downwind of me earlier this year, and I just had to I had to go buy it. So okay. these, these deer kind of scurred me, and uh, they walked off. And not 20 minutes later, you know how you get that random urge, just like get up and 
just kind of turn around and I like as soon as I turned around I caught the butt end of a deer walking through the tall grass and uh, kind of coming towards me and I looked I'm like oh he's got his nose down it yep that's a buck and he actually came about 10 yards from me directly at me but I couldn't shoot because I had a tree in my way but he turned his head and looked backwards and I just saw one side and I'm like yeah that's a shooter and then he got on that trail where those were at and then he started to cut through um, like the edge of this red brush and then he got about I don't know it went it happened so quick I think it was my first pin <laughs> my first pin <laughs> so I don't know between 15 to 25 yards away sure. through yeah. some stuff and I'm it was kind of hard to pick your shot going through that you know I just decided to draw and I drew and I grunted him to stop and I almost shot and I, I had this happen before where I just get a little antsy and I let it fly early without double checking to see if there's anything sure. in the way and I looked and there was red brush in the way so I kind of leaned back a hair let it fly and all of a sudden I heard that smack and he just took off running through the thick brush and I thought I heard him crash so you know you get all jacked and you know I, I took like a little video of myself afterwards because <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. can't really yeah. it's hard to harness oh yeah like that's like why it. you're there yeah. right. and then once you can actually like recap and look back at that is is really right. pretty cool to mm. see how you you know you you feel in the moment that, right. that's why you're there mm-hmm. so that was that was that was my buck and i, I honestly oh, i couldn't yeah. even tell you what what he was up until i walked up to him so right you just <laughs> knew it was a shooter yeah oh yeah i'm like yeah it's good horns i'm happy with it <laughs> I'm, yep so tell me okay so tell me about the <clears throat> the spot that you were in like is it is it on the edge of the marsh? Is it in the marsh? Is it like an island? Like, are it, you it's by almost an egg like field, or how does it all lay out? So it's like a, a high ground. Actually, there's a creek bed that goes through there. Was there water in and, there? And uh, yeah, there was water in there. And actually, okay. last last year was way worse. Um, I uh, like walked all throughout that area, about knee deep in water. And when actually I, I did shoot my buck about last year, ten yards away from the one I shot this year. But there was tons of water, and okay. seems like the deer back there don't really care about um, the water. Yeah. No, they don't care about the water. It's, there's there's high spots out there that I think they bet on, but it's yeah. it's ideal because I, I I can get my climber in the tree, and that's really right. otherwise I'm what sitting on the ground, to. and I, I have no problem sitting on the ground. It's just you, it's real hard to get that angle and oh, to yeah. see them before there's they so see you. So much better visibility. Yeah. So right. I usually I sit on these uh, poplars right on the edge of the marsh, like red brush kind of area. So, okay, so you got a poplar kind of poplar wooded area. Yeah. So and and I know this property too. I'm just trying to pull out the yeah. details. Yeah, so you got a big CRP that's closed to hunting, but you can walk your dogs on that. Yep. And then like that's, that's a block. That's a square. Yeah. Right. And then you got like canary kind of a grass poplar. and yep. canary grass and like a red brush area that meets up with a high ground poplar. It's a creek bed essentially is what it is. It runs through those poplars, and then on the other side of it, uh, it's like a finger. And the other side is just more red brush right. and canary grass marsh, pretty okay. much. So so yeah. What if you're if you're listening to this and you're visualizing it at home, uh, you got <clears throat> you got a block of CRP. And then above that, so to the north of that CRP, you got kind of a finger on the left side that's like poplars kind of coming out into the marsh. And all around that is 
just cattails right. and those mole no like trees those mole oh, ankle busters yeah. the ankle yeah. busters yeah <laughs> and then yeah there's no trees it's just all cattails and there's high ground in there but it's mm-hmm. just yeah. you, you got to go through water to find it right. yeah. 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 Oh, yeah you need waders yeah. in a lot of those spots. right yep. so so this finger holds a lot of deer but in between to the west of this finger that kind of comes out in the you know the finger is probably probably 200 yards wide at its widest point at the base and then it probably yeah. narrows up to like 50 yards wide yeah, um, pretty much near the end and then off to the west you got the red brush kind of and then past that is the egg fields yep right on private and that's right not, and that's yeah, private yep. we can't hunt so, so you're over on that kind of west side trying to catch them going the to brush. the yeah because the egg fields out on the coming private. out of that marsh yep. out of the crap through that finger and then in then then they're entering that red brush and that's right. where you shot that buck but they're on their way to the egg fields. yeah but okay but that was almost like in the evenings in the right yeah yeah and, well, 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 I shot, and this is more but i shot mine so in the morning coming. which i've never honestly i've never had very good luck out there in the mornings i, I from like recapping back i all i've had is good evening hunts out there but yeah now that i'm thinking about it it's like that that's why it's i was probably surprised. 90 percent evening yeah luck i would say i mean I, right, yeah, yeah that's where i've shot most of my deer were evenings but yeah. this spot was kind of you know just i've sat it before i actually shot a seven pointer there last year i don't know if you ever i mean i, sh- I shot him and he went like probably 40 yards and he did the exact same thing the one last year did the exact same thing that all the deer were doing on my trail camera earlier this year. You know, they were coming up the creek bed, working their way out, going out to those egg fields. Mm-hmm. And then when I started hunting it, you know, like, um, I would say that was probably the second week of October, then the deer just stopped showing up. I was getting so camera if, pictures religiously. If they're coming up the creek bed, is that coming from the marsh? From, from bedding, yeah. Like, so they're on the other side of the finger, they're on high ground. Um, in the marsh. Okay. And they're coming, yep, they're coming out of that and they're walking up through that creek bed and coming out on the, to the tip of that finger, going through red brush and then they go out to those egg fields. Okay. Slowly working their way So you had, so, and you're hunting right on the edge of that creek bed. So Mm -hmm. you had camera on that and they're coming out of the marsh, right up the creek bed, coming right to you. I had six different bucks all within the same week, um, coming up down, or coming right down that creek bed i didn't move the camera like nice ones yeah they yeah. were pretty nice. yeah they were all night there were some young ones like real nice up and comers like maybe a two two and a half year old deer that are you know eight to ten pointers and yeah. they're pretty wide just not much to their horns you right, know? right. But, but still yeah i mean for public land i'd still shoot that shoot all of them. yeah any day you know right. it's like it's just a, it's a trophy in my book Mm-hmm. You know, because okay. I don't have the property where you can just go out there and really be picky. But right. at the same time, it's, you know, I'm happy either way. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So in this area, like the bucks are bedding. And I'm just trying to, for anybody listening who has, who's also hunting a marsh, you have the marshy areas that have high ground in it. But generally, like trying to get in there and hunt those deer yeah. in the marsh is near impossible because yeah. they're going to hear you like coming. There's like no trees. A, yeah, there's yeah, just really no trees. And I mean, just yeah. walking. And if you do find it, if you do yeah. find a tree, it's just one lone oh, tree a that's a tree. spindly <laughs> and they're usually and dead. They'll, or yeah, dying. and they'll pinpoint you right out. Like you yeah. can't move. You're screwed. Yeah. So like you, you might as well not. You might as well hunt on the ground. 
Right. So right. which is another okay. way I hunt. So generally they're in there and then they're coming to this high ground to go over to the food. Yep. Um, and then you're just intercepting them right there. Right? Pretty much. So that's that's the general strategy. And in the morning, was that buck that you shot this year, was he following that pattern and coming back from the egg fields going through the brush? Or I think so. Um, it was kind of, it was weird because, um, well, I hunted that, or I had cameras set up at that spot. Deer were doing that, uh, coming from the high ground, walking down the creek bed, going to egg fields. All of a sudden, like third week of October come around or whatever, and I'm going back. I got no camera pictures after this point. Like they just stopped, not even a deer, just nothing. I'm like, what the heck's going on? You know? Well, Turns out this other guy had been hunting back there, and that's where he was going back to where all these deer are bedding, and they're coming from. So, oh. so I like, I'm like, I didn't notice this. I took a couple hunts. I'm like, why the heck are there no deer? You know. And then when I was sitting in that stand, I downwind of me, of course. You know, I'm sitting there, and uh, I like look to my left, and I see a deer enter, you know, into that uh, poplar trees, like that high ground. And I'm like, oh, that's a buck. That's a nice buck. It was like 40 yards away, a nice 10-pointer or something, 9, 10, whatever, a nice yeah. nice buck. Comes downwind of me, and uh, I wasn't expecting him to be there. And that's the thing is, like, you kind of set up with what you're given. And, mm. you know, I'm sitting in this tree. All these other pictures are coming from this way, and no deer came from that way. And I just happened to look to my left, and he's almost directly downwind of me. Mm. And he did... He put his nose up and he kept smelling and smelling and he knew something wasn't right and he he didn't blow at me he just turned around and he went back in the way he came from and after that point i went and i bought that ozonix yep. because i don't know my stepbrother swears by it i know other people that swear by it i know people that had it in the tree and they used it and they had some does downwind of them and the does disappeared and he shut it off and to get out of a stand or whatever and as soon as he shut it off those deer were bedded behind him and blew at him so as soon as he turned that thing off the deer <laughs> blew at him like that so i don't know i figure like it's got so you're a you're a believer i'm a, be I'm a cool. believer it's cool. i'm you a can believer be that right, Nick. I mean, it's okay <laughs> let's see like what i the best uh the best scent is no scent is like in my book, yeah. like, I usually cover myself up with dirt before that, like mud, you know, whatever. And, like, you know, just put it all over, Nick, you know. Nick also doesn't yeah. generally shower. Oh, right? that, that's a load of crap. Head and shoulders, baby. No. But to, for that buck not to blow on me, which I think like any stinky hunter, sweaty, stinky hunter, yeah. that, mean, that's what would happen. He didn't put his there. tail up. He just yeah. did a little flick no. of his tail. And it just made me, I'm like, dude, that was a real nice buck. I'm not going to have this happen again. So I used that Ozonix the day I shot my buck this year. And I had it, you face it downwind of you. So pretty much covering up your blind spot. Yeah. Where you don't think the deer are going to come from. But if they do, you're covered. Right. So he no. come up directly. Actually, the does come through and they were sketchy. Because A, they heard me, my stand yeah, tank. Right. But still, they didn't come into the woods. But they skirted. They went this trail down. And then they kept going they were downwind of me, all three of them, for like 10 minutes. So I think three sketchy does that didn't blow on me and that continued right. their natural path, that buck, I for some reason, just happened to turn around and he was on that same path, right. following right behind him. But he wasn't chasing or nothing. He was just 
mm-hmm. just kind of cruising through. But you right. you could tell he had been, you know, running. But if, if those does would have busted you and went back where they came yeah, from, probably wouldn't have shot. Probably yeah. wouldn't never saw them. <clears throat> no, no, and I'm and I don't use I don't use a part. You have Ozonics too, yeah. Parker. You do. Yeah. Yeah. I had some really good luck <clears throat> with it this year. Yeah, some I, good yeah. little experiences. Right, probably. and I don't I don't use it at all. Um, and I've been busted plenty of times this it's year. It's the worst, sure. man. You educate one well, big now you're like, in the driftless area, man. Right, yeah. <laughs> I know. So, See, like, that's in, why I think it's going to come in handy for you. Well, the problem is, like, in a marsh, you get – it's pretty level ground, yeah. right? So yeah. you have a consistent wind. You have a, yeah. If it's a northwest wind, you have a northwest yeah. wind. Yeah. In this new property that I'm hunting, if I have a northwest wind and I go down in the valley, it's east. Yeah, it's it like changes. what the heck. Yeah. And then yeah, and in the mornings, you and I were talking about this before, Parker. Mm-hmm. It's like in the mornings, it's a northwest wind. Okay, cool. I get in my stand. It's northwest. The ground starts to heat up. It switches to south, and then it keeps going <laughs> to heat up more, and yeah. then it goes to east, and then it goes back to northwest. Yeah, and like, it's and then it gets it. caught in these bowls, and your wind just swirls and yep. swirls. So I've just been trying to figure out how to. Find consistent areas. I may borrow one of your. <laughs> my buddy did this year. <laughs> yeah. He borrowed it. I shot my buck and I told him about it. And then he went and he used it. And he had Eric did. He had Bergie. He had a yeah. nice buck. Yeah. Like probably 130, 140 inch 10 pointer. Mm-hmm. 10 yards downwind. Mm-hmm. And you, he used it. And it was everything was good. The thing I had no clue he was there. And. <laughs> So all he had to do was seal the deal. Well, he went and he grabbed his <laughs> grabbed his bow and he tinked his stand with it. And that thing didn't even give him a second look and was gone. <laughs> but I mean, the yeah. full buck like but at least the scent scent right. wise and yeah. like so I don't even know the whole like science behind it. Some people told me like so imagine like a deer that is like uh, or two or three hundred yards away from you, right? Mm-hmm. They could smell you like if the wind's blowing in that direction they can smell you so what this does so this is what i was told um is that the deer still know you're there not in that particular spot but it almost puts that buffer between you so like that deer can move so much closer to you because they think you're way way far away so like they think you're two three hundred yards away. So it really dilutes your scent. Yeah. So nothing. that that's what I was told. So that like that deer come will come in way closer to you, because they think you're so much further away, and it gives you that it right. gives them that extra, you know, they might normally turn off yeah. before they get to you because. Right. But now with that out there, they might come 60, 80, 100 yards stay closer, on stay on their natural path because they don't smell you there like you're not in their right. danger zone so it's not like it, yeah. i don't think it whisks away your scent but it i think really it makes them more it. yeah and it yeah. makes them more comfortable and whatever and that's what i was told and i honestly i don't even know if it's true but it makes it makes sense right it's well it's worked for you it it, right. it did yeah and you know what and any public any public land hunter is gonna sweat like if you're going oh anywhere. yeah well especially when you gotta you're try, usually carrying in you're trying to figure out what right. tree and like where i hunt is like i'm kind of you know i'm I only yeah. get so many trees I can hunt with my climber. Right. Otherwise, I'm sitting on the ground, yeah. and I, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you got to go where the deer the deer are. Yeah, so sure. I'll right. sit on the ground. It's just, it's just they see you. There's something different <laughs> right. about being in a tree, though. It like, is. You could be oh, in the is. thickest, nastiest crap, right? Yep. And if you're sitting on the ground, you can see like ten yards. 
soon as you get up in a tree, it's like, oh, this spot is awesome. Right? That's, why I like, see. that's why I like 100 my, yards, right? anything yep. coming. It's like, wow. That's why I like my climbers because, to be honest, yeah, it's kind of kind of heavy but it's not bad like if i'm in an area where i know i can just kind of ditch it and hide it yeah that's fine you know and i'll just use it just to get mm-hmm. i mean there's not any good trees in the area i'll get four or six yeah. feet off the ground like the one i shot last yeah. year um i literally walked a circle in that water i was up to my knee mm-hmm. and i i mean it would have been 75 degrees i was in a freaking uh cut off right walked around through that whole area where actually this guy hunts I walked around that whole area came back and i set up in those poplar trees because i just knew it was uh the only area i could hunt in like there's not, not as much water mm-hmm. and i only got maybe six feet up off the ground yeah and i'm sitting there and i looked like look around and all of a sudden i look to my right and there's this buck walking right down the creek bed just how all those other ones i've got on camera yeah. Like coming, that was perfect because it was early yet. I think I shot yeah. that buck like the 13th of October. Mm-hmm. So nobody else had been back there. Mm-hmm. So we come from that way, come right up the creek bed, and I lost him. He got like 20, 30 yards from me or whatever. I'm like, where the heck did he go? I'm looking. All of a sudden, boom, he pops out like less than 10 yards away. Mm-hmm. And when that deer is that close, I almost didn't even know what to do. I didn't even draw. <laughs> like, I'm standing like, holy crap, he's right here. There you know, is. and I went to go draw, and when my let off hit, and it kind of it kind of sets in like that, he stood there, but his his natural, like, reaction was, like, his, you could see his hair yeah. on his back, like, kind of twitch. Yeah. But it just, like, twitched. Like, he almost <laughs> kind of did a fake drop, but not really. Oh, okay. So he, he did that, and I'm like... I'm looking through my peep side. I'm like, dude, every pin is on <laughs> on this deer. He is that close where every pin don't, is right. I'm like, which is that the best? Do I? And I'm like, also whack. And I mean, that was the deer that I. I don't know if you ever trailed or tracked a deer that bled over water, but you could follow this deer's blood trail over water through the water. Through the water. Through yeah, the water. and I mean, yeah. I saw him fall over, but yeah. you know, still, he you was he died it. in about a That's foot cool. of water. Last year was wet. It was way was wetter. It was wetter yeah. last year than it yeah, was. That's this surprising because we got so much rain. This Dude, year. our water levels this year were just like way up and then Crazy. way down and then Crazy. way up and then way down. Whereas last year was kind of just like steady up. Yeah. Typical Wisconsin <laughs> weather. Right. Yeah. Um so then one of the things that I've had a theory on for the last few podcasts is like I have a theory on killing trees. Like, there are just certain trees that you will kill a good buck out of every year if you sit them enough. Because it's It's just... a matter of time. Yeah. Right. It's just this area is a good area. And so, one of the people, a lot of people struggle with is, especially on public land, is like finding those killing trees. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because once you find them, then you're like, like, this is the tree that I'm going to go to. I'd call the apple tree... I mean, dude, that's right. It's a that different one. kind of killing tree, but it's a I sit on the ground, tree, right? But you have to. You have to. <laughs> it's you, there's nowhere to sit, set a stand. Right. Well, where but I shot that buck, where I shot that buck this year, that where he came from yeah. was essentially that area. Yep. Because right. to be honest, like I don't, I know these deer, like, so that's the thick red brush area yep. from the corner of the county mm-hmm. onto the public. 
it's like there's no transitioner. Tra- yeah, and I don't go in there because I just know that's where they're betting. Blah blah blah. I don't like to mess with it. That's my theory. Is I don't go where I know or might even think that there's deer bedded. I know I just save it. I kind of skirt, stay on the outside, and I'll just kind of inch my way further in if I know like. Okay, I hear something back there, but they don't get to me in time. So I gotta, yeah, I gotta try to intercept them. Yeah, but that area is, it's just too good. And Parker mentioned the apple tree. There is on this piece of public. There is an apple tree. Like tucked way back. It doesn't no even, apples. It doesn't even produce apples. No, no, no. it's just an apple. Tree. It's a shrub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. But they scrape it like crazy. I mean, there's right. always scrapes under it. Yeah, and it's just but, a good. Yeah. It's a good. And it's just. It happens to be a big opening too. It's this wall of red brush. Right? Maybe all the way around. 20, oh, yeah. 25 yards. And then it's just this grass patch, and there's an apple tree on the edge oh. of it. And yeah, it's maybe. I missed that. Twenty five yards. I got wide. a deflection yeah. on a probably a hundred and forty inch. Eight point. Yeah. You shot a nice buck there. I you, shot a nice yeah, buck couple. There. You missed I've one. Messed up on yeah. more nice bucks there than I've killed. Well, because like, I know <laughs> the one that you shot there. You were telling me you were like, yeah, they started cutting the corn, so I got yeah, home. Was, yeah, I just ran out there. <laughs> That's right. A nice eight came running through. I shot and missed. And then I was like sitting there getting all pissed at myself. And then a nice Another ten one. comes yeah. through and I shot yeah. and killed him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had. I've literally had a deer. I heard. It was a day we had, this was in like high school, right? Mm-hmm. And we had a, I don't know if we had the whole day off or a half day or whatever. Finals probably or Probably something. around final time. So I was in, I was sitting there at like 11.30 in the morning. And it wasn't there long and I heard like the school bell, like for lunch, right? It was like the new <laughs> Partner was probably, school bell. He was probably skipping. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Skipping you know? school. And I literally <laughs> yeah. looked over and there was a buck, I mean, 100 and... 40 to 150 inch buck coming straight at me just slow going literally got to the tv away like this is 10 feet 10 feet coming right at me and i'm just frozen it's the worst I've and he that. stopped right there and he just kind of looked around real calm kind of looked around and for whatever reason he never really got nervous he turned around walked slowly back around and did like a horseshoe and came into my shooting lane, or almost came into my shooting lane, that was 20 yards away. And I had one of those Tinks scent yeah. bombs. Can- canister, like the whatever. orange ones, the black yeah, orange ones. That yeah, that you open up and like hang yeah. from the tree. And what I, I had one sitting right in that shooting lane. Oh, no. And for whatever reason, he smelled that and bolted. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Tinks. <laughs> Seriously, I was oh, so man. bad. But that was Dang. oh, it was that like, spot. But though, that's essentially it's a, just a high ground. It's spot. a tra- it's a yes, yeah. and it's a transition spot. I think yeah. because he told me because Parker doesn't live around there anymore, so mm-hmm. I kind of like took it over, I guess. Or yeah, like, no, I'll, so I, I hunt well, there. Parker is one of those friends that if he's hunting public land with you and he's got like three really good spots <laughs> and me us three are going out there he's going to keep one to himself and not tell us about the other <laughs> two <laughs> and be like you should probably go in the he'll be like oh, oh, I over oh, there. you should have sat this spot tonight i had all these deer in here right yeah. no he'd say that like 3 years later no. well <laughs> parker's dad had that the one that you said that you he has pictures of now yeah, they might be like six years yeah, old or whatever. Be. So Parker showed me pictures of that. I took off where it was like a Wednesday, and it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm sitting on the ground. 
um, made like I call it my little little squirrel nest or rat <laughs> rat nest, whatever you want to call yeah. it. I built up everything around there, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that spot for some reason, I saw three or four different bucks all within ten yards of me. That, you know, that just kind of mm-hmm. cruising through, not not in the open area, but they were kind of coming behind me, and I had to almost kind of close off some of them mm-hmm. trails because they literally would come right behind me you know mm-hmm. and I, you don't want to spook them out of the area but right. i uh just was staring forward mm-hmm. all of a sudden i see something like the head like go i see horns and they like dipped underneath this brush and it come right at me and my natural instinct was just to stand right up and draw <laughs> i'm sitting down and i see him come out and i'm just like yep <laughs> it, that buck I mean, he stood there tickling his nose on a branch for, I don't know, it seemed like forever, but it probably wasn't that long. But stood up, I drew back, and it kind of it is growing up back in there. Oh, now. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. where I had to actually go out and snap a bunch of red brush off because you're going to get a deflection. Well, that's exactly what happened. I shot, and I got a deflection, and I stuck a... I stuck a big tree just down past him. So, uh, and no, then he jumped sense. off and he blew at me. And then, so, do you think? Do you guys think that that spot's good because it's so thick around there that you can't really hunt around there? Yeah. So you're Nobody just hunting the only open area. Yep. 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 And, and that's why it's good. It's because it's open and like, they feel safe because it's like right. it's just out of their bedding. There's does around there and no so they're checking it. Yeah. And nobody nobody goes in there. And if they why they, why don't other people go in there? You can't get to it. There's no trees quietly, and no, there's no trees. I don't so think you people, have to sit on the ground. I think people tend to shy yeah, away from that. I agree. Right. So then when I would when I was people, hunting that really yeah, heavily like back in the day. I literally during the summer when I was running trail cameras back there. Yeah, I cleared a path, and then eventually, you know, slowly like <laughs> worked it down, where I could walk through that red bu- brush like pretty quietly which is hard is really hard to do yeah and i had to go on that trail it was like every week right checking cameras and it got to the point where there was times where i'd be walking through that stuff and you could hear them because it's wet in there it's like that mucky nasty like if you move your boot wrong it kind of (laughs) like makes a slushy sound and uh i would literally be walking on that path and i'd hear deer around me Oh, and I like just you'd hear them in the you'd water. hear them in the mucky water. They're splashing. I mean, they're not yeah. tiptoeing through that stuff. Right. So you could literally stop and kind of feel them out what they were gonna do, and they'd either you know be going parallel in you or coming at you or whatever. whatever. And you just time it where like you'd miss them or get ahead of them or do whatever. Right. And then as soon as they were clear, you'd keep going just so you didn't bust them out of there. Right. No, but that makes sense. It's like most people. And that was coming. I came in from a different spot that most people would come from the creek bed, and that's tough. It's really tough. Yeah. Like coming down the creek bed is pretty easy, but as soon as you have to branch off of it, it's like it's, it's really a mess. thick. Yeah. It's a mess. You can't really get in there. Yeah. So, so essentially, like what you're saying is, like that real thick stuff. If there's no trees in it, it's super thick. Like it's really loud to get through it and whatever. 
and there's a lot of pressure. I mean, this piece is not far from Madison. No, it's just like, outside of Madison. Right? So, like, yeah. I mean, anybody, like, there's a lot of people who want I remember showing up there for gun season sometimes, and there's, you know, the place can really hold, like, 8 to 10 people, and it there's, used, like, 10 yeah. to 15 cars in the lot. It used yeah. to have a yeah. lot more pressure. Not yet. It's, it's died it's down. It's kind of died down, but the guys that hunt, though... The guys that hunt it seem like they know what they're doing more. Or yeah. probably just a bunch of yeah. Josh people. But yeah. but anyway, if you're hunting a piece of public, and there's a lot of pressure on it, and there's certain areas on that public that are just super brushy, super thick, really loud to get into, no trees, kind of a pain to walk to, mm-hmm. that's generally going to be like where the deer bed in that area. Because yeah. almost nobody's going to go in there. Yeah. And if the deer are in there, they're going to be able to hear you coming in, yep. smell you coming in. They know you can't kill them out of a tree right there. Right. So essentially, you're, you're going to want to... eye to eye with them. Right. Yep. So essentially, hunting that open patch, the apple tree, you guys call it, is just 25 yards by 25 yards, just a nice little circle on yep. the edge of that. But again, there's no tree there to hunt either. No. So you got to hunt on the ground, right. which people shy away from. So they're going to move even further off that into yep. the trees. Yep. But that even gets though it might not be a good spot, right? You know? But that gets you between other hunters and the br- and the True. bedding. So then, even if someone else came in there, you're going to get the first chance. True, right, right. But it can, yeah. sc- it, but depending on the wind, can a- actually yeah. kind of harm you too. Because like, if just say if somebody is sitting in that in the woods because that there might be a good tree there, and you're sitting in, you know, on the ground because you want to be closer to the deer right. coming out. But if that wind's blowing from them to where these deer are bedded, right? You know, yeah. it just blows your hunt. You might as well not. Right. Even yeah. Other be people out there. can mess it up. Obviously, yeah. but, but that's yeah. that's public land hunting. Do you so. think your Ozonics would cover up yours and their scent? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> probably not. No, yeah. I no, thought I it was don't. something with like ozone being heavier. So, like, if, if you picture your scent going out and you have the ozonics above you, that ozone kind of comes and, like, blankets over it. Right, that's okay. what and I I don't know if of, then it, like, dilutes it or whatever. I think but, it is, like, yeah, has something to but do But I don't think that. it, like, goes a super long distance. I think right. it's, like, a shield, right? And instead yeah. of 100% of your scent getting through it, yeah. 5% or right, 10% yeah. gets yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah like parts well, per million. Is yeah, exactly. that's all it is. is. My right. stepbrother said to me, he's like, well, I've had people that swear by it, and if you can spend $300 to shoot the biggest deer of your life, would you do it? Yeah, it and I didn't even hesitate. I was like, yeah, yeah I would, to be honest. I mean, yeah, minus the taxidermy bill, but still, you know, it, that's <laughs> I will still. Say, right. So, I, I mean, I've had mine for like three years now. Well, you've well, had yours that long? Yeah, oh yeah. And they have <laughs> awesome customer service. Yeah, you can... I got to the point where, like... I remember you were just bitching about yours. Yeah, it wouldn't... It would not recharge the batteries. Both of them. Because it comes with... Or maybe I bought a kit or whatever, but it comes with a normal battery and then, like, a XL battery, like, lasts for a whole day or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they say, like, oh, you you know, your battery... You have to let them warm up and they gotta be, you know, above, whatever, 40 degrees in order to charge them. And... I was like, dude, these batteries have been sitting in my house for like a week in 70 degrees right. and they will not charge. And it, it has like a blinking error thing on the on the battery charger. And I called him up and it was out of warranty, like 100%. It was like, I think you get a year warranty. And I was yeah. like a year and a half in. And they're like, no questions asked. Send them back. We'll send you new ones. And, it, and at first I was only having problems with one of them. And then the 
I mean, the straw that broke the camel's back is the other ones started doing the same thing, and they were just like, "Yep, send them back." And they sent me all new ones, and I had. I'm sure they had problems. I'm sure they had problems. Well, see, mine with a lot is of people probably and like, to be honest, like mine. I've noticed yeah. that mine is like, my buddy said he charged. I let him borrow it, and he said he charged it, mm-hmm. and then I plugged it in this morning, and it showed the red light. I'm like, how the hell? Is well, it usually does for like. 30 seconds. Or no, whatever. it did. It was like that for at least an hour. I let it oh, charge. Really? So yeah, but I'm still kind of trying to trying to figure it out. And yeah. I only have the one battery for it. But okay, I will say, dude, the the XL battery. I mean, it's like I think this, the standard one lasts what like three or four hours. Maybe I think mine might be a little longer. Than that. Is it? But I there's know, a whatever boost. it is. The XL's like yeah. twice the length, and it's so I'll literally like if I'm doing an all day hunt, I'll turn it on in the morning. It goes and it dies in the last like thirty minutes, right <laughs> like yeah. prime, yeah. Time, prime time. And I'm like, no, but then I just quick, like switch it out. Oh, and everything's good. Yeah, it's like you need to take a break when you're not seeing deer. Yeah, like, like midday, it shut it off for an hour or whatever. Bit, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think that's an issue with it. Might be the battery yeah. because I've kind of noticed that about mine. But there's like an eco boost. Yeah, the boost something's. Boost. Yeah, if you just turn it on. It'll, the fan will just go and it'll do its thing, but there's that boost, and I think that takes up a lot of your. Battery. Oh yeah, it sucks it, more juice. Yeah, but, but it produces <laughs> whatever two times yeah. more. Yeah, time. and but you know if you're only going for an evening hunt for a couple oh, few yeah. hours a sit, that's yep. fine. I run it. Still trying <clears throat> to figure it out. Just to any listeners out there, we are not sponsored by Ozonix <laughs> <laughs> by any means. No, it's just no, we're it's just like product. it's just like yeah. Would love, would love like to for, would love right? to be. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I Parker use yeah I, I use nose jammer. <laughs> I, I like nose to. jammer. I used to. I've you heard know, good things. If you've ever like, I know people like Palin swears by nose jammer, yeah. which is a guy who runs an outdoor shop by us. Um, He's like, no, just take a bath and the whole thing. <laughs> that's no, what they says. make soap now. And yeah, he's really? like, just yeah. and if you've never seen Nose Jammer, it's like a aerosol spray. Yeah, it smells like vanilla. Or and something. it smells like vanilla. Yeah, yeah like, like literally, I will use as an air freshener in my car. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I tooted. <laughs> <laughs> I'll damn your yeah. nose for you. No, the uh, but yeah, that's what I, that's what I'll use. But I just play the wind anyway. Right. But uh, back to back to Marsh Box. <laughs> back, back to that. So, uh, as fa- far as excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> forgot I'm on oh. I'm on TV. <laughs> um, this is why Nick, not why we say Nick probably doesn't shower. <laughs> you guys are, you guys are. Um, so, in in general, like you've hunted that same marsh. Have you guys hunted other marshes at all? Um, Never really. Horicon. Horicon Marsh. The Horicon Marsh. And I've had it some is, around Fond du Lac. Okay. It is a B I T C H. You have to walk so far to oh, get yeah. anywhere. But, like, oh I mean, yeah, Horicon but it is Marsh worth is, it. They, they, like, they I, kill the islands, big for the islands out there. Oh, like yeah, every year. Yeah. No. Yeah. If, well, my wife's from Horicon, and she, uh, she'll we will be sitting there, and it'll be like mid November, and I won't have a deer yet, and she'll be like. Hey, is this is my friend's deer? Is this one big? And she knows it's a freaking yeah, giant, a giant but, <laughs> yeah. but just wants to grind her ears. Yeah, yeah, she just yeah, wants yeah, to throw yeah. salt in the wound for sure. She's like, "How many days have you hunted?" Oh, this guy said this is first time out this year. Is yeah, that well, that buck? ruins it. You know, like 160. That ruins it. 170. Yeah, no, I yeah. pass on a one. I pass on a 160. If it was my first time out in the woods. Yeah. I'm not dealing with that. I'll take the basket on yeah. the 20th day. Yeah. No, I've hunted out there before, and it's just a ton of ground and. There's, no. But there's no pressure because like the main thing is is people don't want to do the work like oh yeah you got to bring your waders 
Right. You, you know I mean? You're going to have to bring your waders and ditch your waders. Dude, I like... Some guys go by boat, literally. I yeah. think, yeah. I think but. hip boots are, like, a big secret that people don't wear. Like, I hate waders because they're so hot. They are. They're oh, big, yeah. they're bulky, all that I'm shit. I'm not going to buy two different pairs of waders. You know, I, I no. get my, my real warm neoprene ones that I wear... For duck hunting, and I'm not gonna go buy a cheaper pair, you know, just to. But I have found where I hunt, there are certain creeks that are too deep for knee highs, Mm -hmm. but a hip boot will get you through. And if you get through that, like nobody goes back there because nobody wants to walk a half mile in hip boots. But literally, I'll take the, I'll put the hip boots on and I'll fold them down so they're like knee highs. Right. And then when I get to the water, I'll just pull them them up. up. Yeah. Yeah. But I think hip boots, I mean, uh, you know, a great buy for like 40 bucks from Fleet Farm or whatever. Yeah, you just kind of got to adapt to, you know, what's Weird. around you. you like, gotta, yeah, you there's around people are not. Yeah. And a lot of times that would. And sometimes it those places right. are right off the road, to be honest. Like, a lot of people, you know, think, hey, we got to go way back there because they don't think people are way back on these public yeah. chunk of property. But a lot of people walk right by the, the, good the stuff. obvious stuff. Yeah, which. The deer know that, you yeah. know, they, they go where there's no scent and there's least yeah. amount of pressure. So, I mean, no, I the remember, public hunter, yeah. you just got to be versatile and adapt to yeah. other hunters. So generally how I, how I do that when I've been hunting the marsh that I hunt, like, and I've, it's two separate marshes. One's like 1500 acres and one's like, I checked it this year. I thought I was way off. It's 3000 acres. So it's <laughs> pretty big. Um, but how i'm how i do that is i kind of drop cameras in the first like if there's a section really close to if there's a section really close to the parking lot then i'm like oh maybe this is a good spot i will drop a a six pack already (laughs) (laughs) i will drop a camera right in that good spot if it's real close if it's like 200 yards to a thousand yards i don't drop a camera because i'm like people are probably gonna hunt this and then past a thousand yards i'll drop cameras yeah like so i'll check the honey holes like Mm. and i that's the ones that i call really close to the parking lot are the honey holes yeah and those are far and few between you know because there are a lot of people who hunt those but every now and then you can find them like i have i bet you i've checked probably 10 to 10 to 12 honey holes this year and 10 of them have been hit for sure like i get pictures of people on them squirrel hunters tons oh, of squirrel squ- hunters, oh, squirrel hunters. oh yeah just the but worst. i mean and squirrel hunters <laughs> <laughs> Dude, squirrel all that don't work even know, dang you don't even know <laughs> no dang squirrel hunters there ain't no meat on them you hunted yeah, with me and i'd rather shoot watch. a chickadee and <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you have a video oh yeah there, you, right? if, oh, if you guys ever want to see really bad squirrel hunting action we had five we went out opening morning got set up we had five guys come in we flashed them off with the flashlight Did they came in at first light squirrel <laughs> hunting yeah yeah because they're going hunting. for flying Yo, like, squirrels oh my God. they're going for flying squirrels not regular gray <laughs> well, squirrels so dude uh-huh. and they like so we were on this it was kind of a crp field that was hot, real high ground like 20 feet up from the marsh and then this big drop off, like 20 feet down, goes into the marsh, gets real nasty. And we were right on the edge. We were in this yeah. oak tree right on the edge of the marsh. We're Acorns big everywhere. Yeah, just oak trees, oak trees all over. Acorns everywhere. Had a camera in there. Pictures of deer all the time. So we're sitting there. 
First light rolls around. We got in there like an hour early. Oh, yeah. Set up yeah. two tree stands, like did the whole deal. Yep. First light rolls around, five dudes come in. And we're like, shit. <laughs> so, so we flash them off. Four of them go walking away. Yeah. One of them goes back from where they came. And probably like 20 yards. Yeah, probably like 20, 30 down. yards. <laughs> I, we seen him at like 100 yards. Yeah. Just sitting there. And I'm like, oh my God. You guys God, must have been just, the dentist. Well, we don't, know, <laughs> we don't know. Do they have 22s? Do they have shotguns? Yeah, like, that's kind of scary. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, the four guys start walking away from us and we start hearing them shoot. Yeah. And they just slowly move away and just boom, boom, boom. This dude who walked back, you could see him at 100 yards. He's sitting there. Boom. Boom. And it went from like 100 yards to like closer. 95 yards. all around oh, us. All, they were yeah, everywhere. we were watching squirrels. Like, oh, this is not going to yeah. be good. <laughs> watching squirrels at 10 yards. Yeah. And this dude. He was just, watching them too. He couldn't help himself. The last shot was had to be like 50 yards. I got yeah. it on video. And he was like doing a wrap on up YouTube. like on yeah. camera. And I'm all like, like, go boom. Like, oh. <laughs> just right there. And we're like, we're getting out of here. So oh, no. we start packing up the dude just hightails yeah. out of there god just did like got of course yeah squirrels yeah but anyway i check those honey holes with trail cameras like if i get people in them like then they're done and how i avoid those cameras getting stolen is i hang them like 10 feet up in the yeah. air with a climbing yeah, stick doing the same thing and i lock it. them because then people just a they they usually don't even it. see them yeah. right and b even if they do see they them got it's locked cutters. and they don't have a step to get up there or anything right. so they're just like ah crap whatever they really want it that bad yeah they'll come back for it and they'll bolt cut it and whatever and it's done you know i'm surprised i they just haven't been shot to be honest, like I feel like, yeah, if someone really is just you gotta like, be a dick to do that. I know, oh, dude. Man. I've heard people do it. Oh, like, yeah, maybe not around. I guess Josh. There's this guy I know, Josh Prophet, and he has 33 trail cameras that he hangs on public. Oh and God. yeah, if you ever want to look him up, it's BG Bowhunter. And he told me about this one area. He was like, "It's a great area," and I set a camera in there uh, with a lock on it. Came back, and SD card was stolen. The camera was broken. Like, what the heck? So we hung another one in the general area, a different tree. Came back. It was just shredded. Like, the dude shot it multiple times. What and he's like, heck? he's like, dude, this, some, this guy is doing whatever. So he ended up just like, he's like, whatever. It's, you know, a 20-acre piece that yeah. I just, I'm hunting 5,000 acres. I'll just stay out of it. Yeah, like, right. just get out of here. And that's what the guy wants. But it's like, what kind of fight are you going to have? Like a guy who's shooting cameras, like what's he gonna do to if you? If he sees you, in yeah, there. exactly. Yeah, so, anyway, that's how I check those little honey holes. But yeah. then, if the honey holes aren't open, then I'm going deep. Yeah. Pretty much but, is what I have to do. And and there are some spots, you know, like I said, all you, like some areas, you don't necessarily have to go deep. You just have to get through a barrier, something that's gonna that's stop. Exactly that's it. the biggest thing. Yeah. It's so, a creek bed or a, a thick creek, wall of nasty. Uh, like, yeah, nasty, like deep marsh, you know, distance, yeah. whatever that barrier is, you just have to get through a barrier yeah. and it's gonna remove 90% or of people. At least 90%. Right? That's why I think the earlier in the season you go, you know, obviously. That's obviously I was gonna say yeah, that. let's the, jump onto that. So, like, so, you, you go out. You know, you got your, you're all crazy about deer hunting. You got your trail cameras out. You know, you're getting all these pictures. And to be honest, like your best chance to like shoot a big deer, um, where that you can still pattern them is early. You know, like they're yeah. they're still hanging out with their you know their buds. They're 
easier to pattern because the most unpredictable time of the year to shoot a deer is the rut. And that's when you know you got to pick the right tree. <laughs> you know, like so, like that's where it's even harder. Yeah. But I think, like from my experience, I was getting all these pictures earlier in the year, and uh, I was back in there and. You know those deer were coming out consistently and then they just stopped because somebody got in there and screwed with their whole you know daily yeah. ordeal and you kind of got to adapt to that but i think if i can get in there early enough and you know to within the first few weeks maybe a month of bow season you know you can shoot a nice buck within oh, yeah. just that amount of time oh yeah, yeah that's where sure. like i'm so like mad at myself for this year because it was such a cool october too. yeah Oh, it was. It was and, better than it is now. Oh, yeah. it seriously it, was. It's and December it was like, now, and it's. I mean, I went to Colorado for like yeah, a couple weekends hunting, of yeah. well for the mule. You're a honeymoon. Well, then yeah, elk hunting in September for open. I don't. Yeah, I think was I was opener. gone opener, and then the following yeah. weekend, and then we were back for two weekends, and I did hunt one of those weekends. Saw one of our shooters, our top shooters, and then literally had to or had to leave. Left again for Colorado. For the pressure for mule deer hunting, yeah. and it was like while we were gone, he was getting Snapchats from people just laying them down. I was like, "Oh my god, this is killing me right now." And then November rolls around, and like yeah, place right. just fell apart. Like, after no, I, after that first week in November, yeah. it seemed like there was more big bucks shot within like the last week of October. Yeah, mm-hmm. so within like, I love that last week I, October. I love this year that was last. Like, it's that witching that. fucking October twentieth to the twenty fifth. Like yeah. that has become my new favorite over the last three yeah. years, based on the camera yeah. movement I've seen. Like that time frame, and yep. that's when Groot was shot. He was Dude, shot October that 25th. was on that point. I that think twenty fifth. Yeah, when we were checking cameras when we got back from Colorado, it was like there was a clear date. It was like October twenty third, and from October, I'll call it like the tenth. To the 23rd, we were getting shooters in daylight every single day. Sometimes multiple, like, in the same spot. I was like, this is ridiculous. And then the 23rd hit, and we checked them on, like, whatever, the 30th. And there was, like, nothing. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And we never saw any of the... This was in, like, a part of the farm that, like... It's it's almost, like, different than the rest of the farm, right? And we never saw a single one of those deer throughout November. It's like, Dude, I was kicking myself so bad. Dude, I like, yeah, I really like If you can deal with the mosquitoes. Dude, I think the mosquitoes are sometimes the, the saving earliest. grace, though. Because it that keeps, other that people, keeps out. people out, 100%. And, yeah. All right, like, yeah, we, we're, not, we're not sponsored by Thermocell either, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Thermocell, it works. At it least does, one. It, yeah, no. <laughs> at least. It, right? it's, it's definitely worth it, but yeah. I mean, you go well, out there... Think about it. If you do anything outdoors... You don't even need to be camp, a hunter, right? If you camp. Thermocell, yeah. for whatever they are, 40 bucks, and you get a bunch of refills with them. Yeah, it's like 20 Best $40 it is the, you will ever spend. Yeah, if you, if you guys are listening to this and you don't have a Thermocell, it's yeah. T-H-E-R-M-A-C-E-L-L, spelling B. I lost. <laughs> I lost. <laughs> I was like, uh... <laughs> uh, sorry, but if you have a Thermocell... Yeah. Or if you don't have one, you need to go get one because they are 100%. the best mosquito repellent. And like, that literally gains you... Access. A month of yeah. hunting yeah. in a marsh all day. If you're anywhere near like, water, yeah. and that's yeah. honestly oh, like yeah. one of the when you bow hunt Wisconsin early season, mm-hmm. it is usually seventy to eighty, Sometimes 80 degrees. Turkey hunting too. It's yeah, like within the first season, the yeah. opening weekend, and that's that's a pain. A pain. Yeah. But you know, like I shot that seven pointer last year. Right. It was wet. It was hot. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't ideal. 
mm-hmm. but it seems like sometimes those <clears throat> bugs get those deer on their feet, you know, because they don't like being pestered by them either, no. so they keep moving. And they like to stay in the wind, I've right. noticed, too. Yeah. Like, deer like to stay in that wind. Oh, the well. buggier it is, though, I feel like the sooner the deer are moving. Yeah. And the less like, pressure, because, you know, you're well, not yeah, dealing with Well, yeah, there's less people, people, and yep. uh, the deer, I think it drives the deer out of oh, the Oh, remember, like, they're a couple years ago, yeah. the mosquitoes were so bad when we were yep. going around turkey hunting they were just out yes. laying in fields yes in the middle, the middle of, of a field that's like not planted they no, right. just, they're just laying black it. flies yeah and they get yeah, any they kind of that. breeze that they can yeah. and it tames them down at least right maybe. no i remember yeah yeah their weaknesses you gotta capitalize so on their weaknesses and if you can right. just tough yeah. it out and you but gotta give the thermocell like what five minutes yeah at least the first time i used one i walked all the way back in that marsh i was so excited to have one i was like because you thought it was literally you know i'm getting eaten the whole way back and this was like opening day (laughs) mid-september i get back they're like oh my god this is gonna be great turned it on and i'm like oh my god this thing sucks (laughs) (laughs) it's not working and then i toughed it out and literally it was like 10 minutes later all of a sudden i was like yeah there's no mosquitoes. The first time there I ever used none. it was behind your parents' house. <laughs> yeah. And I walked out, and I I didn't know where I was going to go, so I was just going to sit on the ground. And I sat down and literally had a swarm on me. Like, oh, yeah. I sat there with my hands tucked, like, my arms crossed, and my head tucked into my arms. And I'm, like, not breathing, no nothing. I turned that thing on, and they were still around me. About five minutes or so passed. And then I looked up, and then not one was landing on me, but I had you can a see them. aura, yeah. like you can a aura, see like yeah. oh man, it was like stars, like a galaxy. <laughs> They're like, I want to land on you, <laughs> but I can't. But make no, it and, you know what? Theory. And if yeah. that, it does put off like a little scent. It's definitely not odorless. No, no, and they but say think, it's not game. But I think using that earlier in the season, it doesn't matter. You get away with because it's early in the season. I think you get away with a little bit of that because I think, but your deer don't know your human sense. They're not going to pick off the thermosel and miss you, right? Right. Yeah. But I think at the same time, these deer earlier in the year they're not used to so many. Right. That's it's not a threat. It's not. It's not necessarily considered a threat. So I think they might hesitate a little longer. A little bit. But hey, that's all you need. Exactly. I would yeah. I would say so as far as like hunting earlier marshes like it sucks right because oh, it's man. hot bugs. it's buggy there's yeah. always nettles like and that it's deer not I shot last good. year was my first but, sit yeah but I will <laughs> say like you said there's no pressure like oh, yeah. I when I'm hunting the my areas like I kind of like to just oh. drive around and see where people are parked yeah you know and I will see count like on two to three vehicles hunting you know this 1500 acre yep. piece yep. and then october like 20th will hit and i'll see like six vehicles and then november 1st will hit and i'll be like 15, 15 vehicles <laughs> yeah so well, then it's you just got like, the pheasant okay. hunters and then you also oh, yeah. like so and if you can get out, to, help, yeah. to be honest it's like i duck hunt and fe- or uh and goose hunt so i'm usually out earlier in the year and I actually give up my bow hunting for like right. the first few weeks of bow hunting because the duck hunting and goose hunting, like field hunting, is so good. Yeah. I'm like, why not? Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to go in the woods and not going to deal with all these mosquitoes. I'm not right. going to deal with that. But at the same time, if you you're know, out I was getting pictures. Buck. Yeah, I know. I was getting pictures and I was like, I should have done it. I should have gone out there because I think I would have been able to capitalize earlier. But at the end of the day, I'm happy with what I got. That's my. I figured him to be about like maybe a three year old. He looks okay. like it was about his third rack or something, but yeah. 
you know, second seven pointer, same area. <laughs> but these are not. This is not like your little basket. No, seven. it's not a these seven. These are like no. nice deer. No, no it's a I nice mean, seven. They're, yeah. they're at the probably ears. 110 inches. Yeah, I bet you oh, something yeah. like that. I mean, you know, and I was a little discouraged when I uh, saw him laying dead there, and I went and I picked <laughs> up his rack, and I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, the, <laughs> the, eighth, the eighth point, yeah. which I thought would have been hidden underneath the snow, came up empty. I went and I pulled the side <laughs> up, and I'm like, oh, he's missing a point. <laughs> but that's cool. There's that gene in that area there is. where it, they have a messy, like kind of a screwy one side. Oddballs. Yeah, it's yeah. either like, a, I don't know, the one I shot last year had like three near the end and like no brow time, but it was like <laughs> kicked backwards. Yeah. and I don't know. It's kind of cool. You know, they got them, like, real white-colored horns, but it's, uh, at the end of the day, you're hunting public land, and you shot, you shot a nice deer that you can be happy with. Right, oh, yeah. You know, and, like, that's why you're there in the, in the first place, is right. to, you know, shoot right. a deer. And to shoot For a buck sure. on top of it is that it's much rewarding. better. It's yeah. icing on the cake, man. So, before we wrap this up, how do you get the deer out? of the marsh that's always like you call steve you call call parker's dad i've had some horrible drags you caught you quartered up that dough oh i did the worst dude the worst one i oh yeah you that's he was so far back (laughs) dude i was you had your pack and everything. i was so far back i shot that dough last year at the tip of the finger back on the farthest corner farthest you could freaking get yeah and i shot that dough and i shot her at like Four o'clock, it gets dark at four thirty, yeah. and I watched her fall over fifteen yards away, and I realized I didn't have my headlamp. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh boy! So I got to cutting that thing up, and I just like, I mean, it was the fastest I ever cut up a deer in my life. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I had to do some serious washing because oh, you were in the mar- you were in did the marsh. Did you skin her or did no. you just? Oh my no. god! Like. <laughs> No, I skinned her. Yeah, I skinned her out. Because yeah. what I did was I had my... When I gun hunt, I have this big Kafaru pack that I use yeah. for elk hunting. Yeah. So I had a trash bag in there. Mm-hmm. I lined the trash bag... Or I lined my bag with the trash yep. bag. And then I just quarter quarter i just stuff quartered the whole thing out and like just dropped the out whole, one pack. The whole freaking That's thing. solid. Dude, that, that hunt though was the only reason... Like I was walking back there and again it was... It was Probably a month after Nick had shot his in almost the similar, similar, pretty similar area. Probably My like brother 50 got one yards. back there too. Yeah, but it was like a foot of water, and there was like a half inch to a quarter inch of ice. Oh, that's the so worst. I was taking step, through. fall through, step, yeah. fall through, step, fall through, and then I finally found <laughs> one tree back there that was not underwater. It was just this little high ground, yeah. and so I was like, "All right, this is where I'm going to stand." And these deer came out of the finger and step, fall through, step, fall through. Same and thing. I could you hear, can them. hear them from all yeah, I heard them. That's the best thing I just about heard them coming, that, yeah. yeah. So I shot her, and then there were six of them. And I was just waiting wow. for the buck to come out yeah. in the back because it was, you know, that probably property, the end of I've November. I've seen so many does. Literally, I had nine does one time, but not one buck. And it was prime yeah. rut. Yeah. Like, there yeah. should have been somebody chasing that. Play, I've noticed um, that whole that's property is, has been like that since, as far back as I remember. It's just uh, weird. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But, like, you see just groups she, of does on, yeah. like, November 8th. It's like, and what? No. This is not right. So I shot her, quartered her out, and I got it done in 
like 40 minutes. I had propped my phone on flashlight in a little V <laughs> of a tree just to shine down so I could finish it. Oh my God. So I, I got her all cut up and threw her in the pack. It was pretty heavy pack out. It was, yeah, a, whole, it was a whole deal. You still had the, the hose on it. I remember yeah. I see the whole yeah. sticking the out whole the back thing. of the pack. And I walked through that marsh and like I could go the way I came in, which took me out to the CRP, yeah. or I could go around the whole and finger. And get in the ankle bust. Yes. And get in the ankle busters <laughs> and my dumbass chose yeah, that route. Yeah. And it was just step, fall through the whole oh, way out with, you know, whatever, 60, 70 pounds on my back. Yeah, at, at least. least. At least. I got that thing <laughs> out. Your dad was sitting there at the shop, and he's like, I thought you got a deer. I was like, I do. It's in here. He's like, what? <laughs> like, it's got to be small. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I set it on the tailgate of the truck. He goes, my God, there are hooves sticking out of there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's the, oh, that's the tough thing is getting them out of the woods. Actually, oh, like- wait, wait. One, just one sec. I said to Steve, I called him. I said, hey, Steve, I shot one. Like, I'm going to be at your shop here soon with it and stuff like that. And he goes, oh, all right. Can you get me the liver? Just, that's all I want. <laughs> Go back and just get, get you know, Just give me the liver. I was like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll pull the liver out for yeah. you. You know, whatever. I was like, I was like, when are you going to be back? You know, can you drive the four wheeler out here or something? And he goes, oh no, I won't be back. <laughs> he's like, but I'll but, take that liver. But, but get that liver, yeah. No, he's he's helped out on a he's couple of deer that I've shot here. out there. Oh, like, yeah. I'm not going to talk about it, but you know, he's definitely got me. Got a couple deer for me out of there. Pickle. Oh yeah, yeah. he'll. Oh, the worst, yeah. dude. The worst one I had though was the one, the big one that I shot that I have mounted. And Kane Campmeyer actually helped me drag that. Probably halfway. the back from the apple tree that area. Yeah, yeah that I've way. had to drag two out of there. That so, was a. Right. That was probably the biggest bodied buck I've ever shot though, and I drug it by myself, and I went the wrong freaking way. I thought I was heading. Like directly at the house, but I was heading like directly towards like the dog park, essentially. Yeah, oh, that's where. I so I was that. like, I just took like yeah. a longer route, and then I like finally just was like, screw it, and I left it and went to the field, and I was like, holy shit, I, I am, am in way the off, wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> and I and Kane was like on his way or whatever, and finally he met up with me, and both of us were like struggling to finish that thing, yeah. and that was. And you can't use like a sled there, and you can't, you can't really use, use a, one of those no, carts um, because it's too the thick. ground right. it's too and thick. Unlevel. My stepbrother's dad brought one. It's so, those ankle breakers the whole way, so yeah. you can't really use anything. When I shot mine yeah. this year, he ran and he died in that thick red brush, whatever. And I, you know, I found him in there. And then my buddy and his dad were actually hunting behind um, Bergie and his dad were hunting behind their house off Peterson there in the marsh. And he came, he drove out, walked down, found me. We walked and found that deer, and they helped me drag it. Honestly, I had my climber. I had all my stuff. They drug it about 80% of the way. Bergie's a bull on the end. <laughs> Bergie's a bull. You know, he was dragging this thing around, and his dad goes, yeah, let me have a little whip out of this thing and see what I can. I still got it in me. You know, I can drag this thing. So we start cutting at an angle. You know, towards the trail, you know, heading that way. And then my stepbrother Connor comes out and he's taking pictures and he's like, Oh, my dad's on his way out here too. And he brought the cart. So right when we got it to the trail, we had the cart, threw the deer right on the cart, drug it right out of there, you know, which is, that was in that um, 
feel that you can't hunt. It's like county park, right? Yeah, but, but there's still, like a walking path yeah. around. Yeah, right. No, and like that's the thing. Like you've Anthony, you've probably had the worst experience of dragging a deer out. That one you shot was that two last year. Um, oh, with you I, and Alex had to drag that one way the hell oh, out of there. That, <laughs> that was, was like a five or, five ago, hour yeah. ordeal. Oh, that that, that is probably the worst. <laughs> And, that one was bad. You know, yeah. you earned every bit of that one. <laughs> that <laughs> but one was still, bad. and we thought hey. we'd take a shortcut, and it was yeah. just like multi-flower roads. Oh, and I saw it on Onyx, I and I was like, it. "Oh yeah, we cut through there." Nice. <laughs> it's just like, no, the one I drug out when you're going through muck, and you know you're sinking up to your knee and trying to drag a deer, you get no leverage, no nothing. No, no. But best way to get it out of there, like, if you know you ain't got help, pack it out. Just treat it like right. as if you're, you know, out or west use, or something. Use the harness. Well, so like instead of, problems, of actually hanging onto the horns and pulling or yeah. whatever, like my my tree stand harness has a loop in the back and it came with a deer towing strap. Right. And you hook onto that loop and then wrap it around yeah. their neck and then you your hands yeah. are free and you have your whole body so to you like pull it. Yeah. See, Bergie's dad, he brought a the, ski. He brought a ski rope. Yeah, it's like a. It just has yeah. a little handle on it, you know, and they actually work, it worked yeah. great because you're not like you a water have, ski. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. And that seemed right. to work great. The thing about packing it out in Wisconsin's got the dumbest rule. Oh, yeah. It has to be like five pieces. Yeah. What? You, yeah. You, you, yeah. I had to go Oops. back and get the whole, the head, neck, and spine out of that. Like legally, I had to go to back transport. there and get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I quartered it up four quarters and then i had to leave the spine the rib cage the neck and the head all intact Mm -hmm. and i had to go back and get that thing and that i just strapped to the outside of my pack yeah and then just walked it like that did what didn't right you technically can't like take the back straps out right they have to be like a yeah or maybe you can cut them out but you still have to bring the ribs right you got you can only it's you have to bring the whole thing out in five pieces which is the dumbest rule ever and then and then they like can you this debone year? it? Like the I legs? don't know. I, I don't know either. But then, but then they created a law this year and it got repealed. Yeah, it that did. you can't transport it. Transport it county lines. So oh, they want you to yeah. leave the deer where you shot it. Yeah. They want you to leave it in the county that you shot it mm-hmm. because of CWD. Yeah. But they won't let you just quarter it up. Right there, yeah. you, you got to take it out, out, and then you got to throw it in a dumpster rather than in just, that county. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. those are everywhere. The, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, somebody you, you I, can't just yeah. cut it up and then leave it. Leave it there to yeah. like. My coworker this year, one of his uh, his buddies or somebody he knows, they shot two real big bucks on their property this year, and one's probably a hundred sixty inch buck CWD. The other one they got CWD. They got two yeah. bucks. That had CWD and literally, like, they threw away all their meat. And I don't know if that, like, it's a personal decision. I get it. It's a whole you know, topic it, on Yeah, it. I know. Yeah, I'm not, so, we're not going to touch no, that. No, that's, and that, no, right. That. And that's fine. It's like, but, you know, just seeing it, it's like, that's a lot of meat gone to waste. Yes, you do get the trophy out of it, but the same day, right. it's like, you know, it's still it's not Did what you it's know yeah. you get another buck tag for next year? If it so you get two bucks, I don't remember. Well, so what's that? that? Someone like else one told in me like that. ten. It's okay. Like what I heard was like one in like ten thousand deer or some shit have that in in, in Dane County. Dane County, uh, probably higher. I thought it was. I thought it was like one in ten thousand. It's pretty. But that's pretty fucking. That I, mean, I don't know how many deer are in. I was gonna Dane say there's 10, probably 000. like ten thousand deer in Dane County, but like Iowa County where my property I is thought it was like a thirty percent. It's bucks are fifty percent and does are thirty percent. 
like yeah. odds of having CWD. But you know what? That's not like EHD. That's not like where it's. Uh, it's we not need even, to. I don't even want to. Let's yeah. not even get we into that. Stay on this that's group. another oh, topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no hate mail on that. Don't. There, don't there's write no me on CWD. That there's no EHD yeah. on, on public land yeah. in Wisconsin <laughs> whatsoever. So right. No, but so you if, if you're back to back to just packing it out. If you're packing it out, a sled, a cart, friends. Friends. Quartering. Yes. Friends. When you can even Friends. just alternate. That is right. that, that huge. Was what, that's what there we did. Because a lot of that stuff, you can't tag team. It's so thick oh, yeah, and tight, you, just, you can't yeah. have two people. Yeah, one right. person. So it's like one person pulls for one. 20 yards. Or well, you know, you got, yeah. you got your, and then you switch. Two jackets, <laughs> right. you got your climber. Like for yeah. me, you know, oh, I have yeah. my climber. It's and like that's one time out just to drop away yeah. here. And you got to come back. Right. Right. Well, you know, it's it, it, hopefully it brings you back friend. to like, <laughs> right, yeah. you know, like when you were a kid. And like one of my fond memories is, especially like we're gun season or whatever. You go to the registration station or like you go see everybody the deer. else's Every, deer. And, yeah, everybody yeah. else's deer, and it's kind of like a cool thing gone. to see. And it's like, you know, yeah, like that is. But it is gone. Time. But now, like a bow kill is so much, it's so much better. You know, like when you can get all your friends. Like I shot. You know, a fairly nice buck, and then they come out because yeah. you know everybody's hunting. Everybody's out there for the same purpose, right. and you actually capitalize. And I think they feed off of that, or like oh, they yeah, have a little does. bit of uh, you know that good juju that comes off of like what you did. You know, like yeah, and that's so cool. Like I would love to go out and track somebody else's deer. You know, like do all oh that. yeah. That's what it, it comes so, down. That's yeah. what it comes down. Oh to. yeah, I've. Waiting for part waiting of the for call. yeah, you know, but I'm dreading. Me too. I'm, I am <laughs> dreading right. my stepbrother. I'm dreading the day when he's and he's like, I shot a monster. You gotta come out here and help me drag it I'm out of that marsh. Come, oh my god! <laughs> just, Literally, I'm like, right oh, up. I'm going to dinner with the wife. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, man. And he's helping me drag two out from behind your parents, and I'll be like. Dude, two of those don't even equal one of those. There's no way. I, it, it literally right. takes him two hours of walking. To get to his stand, yeah. But he he sees big deer, and that's usually what it comes right. to. Is you put in that effort. That's what it takes. Yeah. You know what? The bottom line, though, all those deer came out. They that's did. what I always think. Is like they got them out. Even yeah. if even if I shoot one, it, the drag's gonna suck, mm-hmm. but it's gonna get out. It has. Like, I mean, you, it has, you some owe point, it to yeah. the deer, right? To oh, get I know. It Unless I mean, you have like, a heart attack, man. Right. And you know what? It's a good story a year down the road. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's it always sucks in the moment. Yeah. But at the at the if, end of the if day, you take your time. If you're yeah, if you're hunting in a spot and the thought goes through your head that like, man, if I shoot something, there's no way I'm gonna get out of here. You probably just shouldn't hunt there. Like, go somewhere else. Right? Or I just, mean, I if, well, no, if you're going to put the effort to get I've thought about that before, but you gotta put there's, the a way. Effort oh, yeah. to get there's a way. There's a way. There's a way. Like, oh, yeah. I've thought about it. I'm like, dude, there's, always there's a way. no way there is, I'm getting yeah. one out of here. But there's always might a way. take you literally Even if you got to go back the next day. Yeah. Or if you got to stay up until 2 a.m. getting it out. Like, whatever. You get it out. It just happens. You have. I mean, right? And that's the other thing. So, one of the things I struggled with that, like, man, I don't even want to hunt here because if i shoot one like i'm not You're gonna get awful. it out yeah. but then you go hunt these other spots and all you do is see small bucks and you on your cameras you got the big bucks in the back crap area and yeah. you're like man so you go shoot one and you're gonna like you just figure it out afterwards like that's my or mentality. that's the deciding factor do you want to shoot a big buck or do you want to yeah. shoot a little buck right yeah <laughs> if you want to well, shoot see, a big buck you gotta see when you go back to these big, yeah after. but when you go back to these big 
you know, the public land parcels where you got to go way back in there, a little buck ain't really worth this. It's almost, it's almost well, I mean, it might be, it that. might be if you can throw it over your shoulder. <laughs> but uh, but there's like times where you're looking at a big doe and you're like, maybe, no, maybe no way. There's no way. I'll shoot the fun. I'll shoot the fun. There's been times I've passed deer because I was like, it is not mm-hmm. yeah, really worth this. I got yeah. shit to do tomorrow. I'm not staying up till two for a regular like, doe. Um, but that's that's it. All right, that's it. We're done. We're okay. over an hour. Yeah, hour Holy 15. Holy smokes. Yep, yeah, hour 15. All right, well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, Parker and Nick don't really use social media too much. You can follow me much. on uh, <laughs> Trouser Snake Double Zero <laughs> on Instagram. The, the I post problem, some good stuff. The problem is that's not a lie. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> no, you want to follow me, I duck hunt. Uh, if it flies, it dies. If it's brown, it's... Most likely down. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, that's Nick. A1 from Parker don't really one. use social too much. I mean, no. you have an Instagram, but... Parker, no, I, Parker haven't been, I haven't been on Instagram for <laughs> nah. years. You guys got questions? Uh, want, want me to talk about something? Find some people to talk about something, whatever you... You know, whatever it is. We're uh, normal people. We'll yeah, you got you. questions or anything. I wouldn't say Hit we. Hit <laughs> there, There's two normal... I am special. <laughs> Well, that's uh, cool. You know that one kid that always got pulled out of class to go take yeah, tests? <laughs> Dude, I, I was never a good test taker. Come on, now. But it's fine. You know, they gave me uh, two lunches, and I got to ride a bus that was way, way smaller than normal buses. In the back. <laughs> you know, the cool thing about oh, man. the short buses, right. every season. Yeah, we got to kill that. All right, yep, we're done. All right, find me on Deer Vane, Instagram, Facebook. Charles a snake, double zero. <laughs> Catch you guys later. <laughs>